Hello, this is Bad Vibes. Today's video is about those damn stalkers that just can't leave you alone. Those creepy little bastards that try to sneak into your house when you're not home to read your diary or play with your underwear. I'm not one of them. Speaking of stalking, joining me today is the first horror narrator I ever listened to, your maker, and I stalked his page once I found it. So if you aren't subscribed to him already, seeing that he's almost at 300,000 subs, maybe you should do so now and sit back, relax, and enjoy. Two thousand two, I was a fourteen-year-old girl starting freshman year. I was an awkward, nerdy girl that didn't know how to handle a touch from boys, so you could say I made things worse for my situation. I had a knack of making friends with weird people that no one really liked, but I tried to be friendly with everyone I met, so it wasn't a big deal to me. Unfortunately, that was also my downfall. Clubs were a very big deal, and they actually had an anime club. So of course, I was all about that. First club meeting, I sat next to a couple of friends and soaked it all up. I thought I was finally with my people. Then here comes Stalker Kid. I'd use his real name, but to this day I have no clue what it is. He sat in front of me. Being the person I am, I said hi. I could tell he was uncomfortable and didn't know anyone, so I was just being nice. And boy did this guy cling to me after that one word. At first, he would just find me during lunch and just stand there mumbling things to me. He had such a soft voice, high pitched, that you just felt unnerved when he spoke to you. The way he would look at you as he spoke made it so I could never look him in the eyes. After a while, it became more of him asking me about personal life and what I was into. Me being dumb and naive, I tried to be friendly and chat while feeling incredibly uncomfortable. After a while, my friends and I would move to different tables, benches, and even hallways to avoid him, but he always found me. After about a year of this, my best friend finally told me that if I didn't tell him to fuck off, he would. I really didn't want him around anymore, so sure, go ahead. So one day during lunch, here comes Stalker Kid with his signature greeting, barely above a whisper, hey. My buddy just goes, dude, she's not interested. Fuck off. Looking hurt, he shuffles away. I was like, man, you didn't have to be so hard on him. But, uh, thanks. I didn't see him much around school after that, except for club days where he would just sit across the room and stare at me while my best friends glared at him. Fast forward to me being 16 and driving now, minus the awkward club days. I didn't really notice anything from him. That was until an old gray beat up car started parking next to me and extremely close. One day after school, he was waiting for me in the car. He started asking me how I'd been and about prom and all that stuff. I was trying to rack my brain on how he knew this was my car. And unless he had been watching me before and after school, I don't know how he would have. I started getting there later and leaving later to avoid him because he was like clockwork. Finally, a boy I used to be friends with in elementary school was walking around with me. He made a comment that the guy is always next to my car and asked if he was my boyfriend. I immediately said no and told him that he's always following me around and I hated it. It was really starting to freak me out. Bless this guy because he walked straight up to him and scared him off, threatening that if he ever parked next to me again, he would kick his ass. I figured maybe that was enough to keep him away. So again, there was a small space of time where I would hear nothing from him, 
except for my friends who had classes with him, telling me how creepy he was. One of my friends had an art class with him and said he would draw naked women consistently in his books, all big busted and in sexy poses. Junior year is wrapping up and I started taking my best friend, Phil, to and from school. At some point, Phil started noticing that a little gray car was always heading the same way after school and made a joke saying, what if stalker kid lived right next to him? Haha, <laughs> small world, right? One day, as usual, the little gray car was following us, so we took a detour. Sure enough, he was with us step by step the whole way, and it was no longer a joke. We both started freaking out. I pushed the gas pedal as hard as I could and noped the fuck out of sight. I went home and told my mom everything, because at this point, I knew this wasn't normal. She shoved it aside, saying I was probably seeing things. Well, it came time for our end of year club party. Stalker Kid was a senior, so I would never have to see him again. For whatever stupid reason, I offered to host the party at my house, thinking he has never gone to one yet. I was terrified when my dad let him in the door. I don't remember giving him an invitation to the party. Someone else must have given it to him. He spent the whole party talking to me, my dad, being all buddy-buddy with him, asking me where my room was. I just wanted to cry and hide. It was all downhill after that. I remember there were days where I could hear a car pull outside my front door. In my room having the window that stalled out to the front, I would call my buddy Phil and peek to see if it was him. Three times in one month, I just hid under my desk and cried on the phone with Phil. Other events from school would be him asking a girl I played softball with to prom, only to dump her and follow me all night. This includes two and after the prom, where I never saw him in person. Our high school had a radio TV channel for kids to run, and during prom, they would record us going up and down the stairs and playing around in the gym after prom for the parents to see their kids having fun. It took one of my friends to point this out, but it showed me playing DDR for a while against my friend Phil, and Stalker Kid was right behind me watching for a good five minutes. I never knew. And the one that still creeps me out to this day is graduation for his class. Our classes were so big that they did a day and night ceremony where all the students had to attend the day one. I was scanning the crowd to see my friends who were graduating when I saw a hand wave as I passed by. I looked back and of course it was Stalker Kid waving at me. How he picked me out of a crowd of a thousand people, I'll never know. 2016 year was great. No signs of creepy stalker kid to this point, to the point where I started to forget about him. I graduated, I chose a college in town, get a job at the local retail store, and move on. Life is beginning to be normal. I work the gaming department, so you get the weird randos once in a while. One that I saw a lot was this little Mexican guy with glasses. This will be important, and he never purchased anything, but would just walk around from time to time. Then. Stalker Kid comes strolling in the doors and walks into gaming and just talks. I asked how he knew I worked there. He says his friend saw me and knew that we were friends. I tried to radio for help over and over for someone to come and get him out. Finally, a big guy from computers walks over and asks me for my help in the back. Once he pulls me to safety, I tell him everything. From that point on, security is made aware and is told to watch out for this guy. Of course, he wasn't doing anything physical, so all they could do is watch out for him. 
So every time he came in, they would walk me and I would dip into the back warehouse. I started seeing his friend consistently, who we called Ninja Friend, and all he ever did was walk around on his phone. I began to suspect that he was texting Stalker Kid to tell him I was at work, because sure enough, 10 minutes later, he would come in too. So I tested the theory and started walking randomly around the store. At one point, a friend who worked the register asked me why I would do this, so I had her take a walk with me on her break. I told her that this ninja friend would follow us everywhere, even just down a random aisle. Sure enough, he did this and she began freaking out. A few minutes later, I told her my stalker would walk through those doors. Again, sure enough. So I'm making my way to the warehouse and out steps ninja friend from the aisle and says, She's right here. I just stare at him like, who the hell do you think you are? Stalker kid walks up behind me and asks why I'm running away from him. And he lost my number and asks if I can give it to him again. I say, knowing damn good well, I would never really give it to him. Sure. I go to the warehouse and write, this is where I work, don't ever come here again, and hand it to him. Glare at his friend and then call security on the walkie. After that, I sit down in the warehouse and just break down. Security tells me later that he also cried when they took him out. Later that day, as I'm leaving work, security offers to walk me to my car. This of course isn't the rules, but just friends caring about friends. So I say sure. Stalker Kid is out by my car waiting for me. So this is where security says screw it and calls the police, which we are conveniently next to their headquarters. He books it when he sees the car. A few years go by nothing comes up. I buy a fancy new car. I'm thinking that did the trick and I'm finally free. It's now 2012. My buddies and I are leaving work, ready to hit a night at the bar, per usual Thursday deal. We are walking out the door, where we all have to stand and wait to hear the alarm sound, to verify it's armed. As we are walking out, I hear it, that awful sound, hey. I cringe, grab my friend's arm and turn. There he is leaning on the car, waiting. My friend recognizes him and asks him what he wants. Docker says he just wants to talk to me. His other friend is sitting in the back seat of his car, just staring at me blankly. I start to think the worst. If my friend leaves me here, my gut tells me I'm not coming to work the next day, or ever. I'm terrified that he's had all these years to think about our last encounter where I wrote that note that made him cry. I grab my friend's arm tighter. My friend goes off, pretends to be my boyfriend, and rips into him. My friend is about two feet taller and much, much bigger. They get into it, and I'm just standing in the parking lot. And I'm a terrible person for this, but I'm sure you understand at this point. I was thinking, kick his ass. He spooks the soccer kid so bad, and I'm pretty sure he pissed himself before getting in his car and booking it out. Ever since, if he comes into my store, my friend stares him down, and soccer kid leaves. Never has he bought anything in all these years. Years later, I've moved on and gotten married, and moved out of town. But just recently, we moved back to start a business. And to this day, I still feel myself looking behind me while in stores just in case I randomly bump into him. He's caused me to have anxiety, mental and emotional pain, fear and trust issues for a decade. Even after moving on, I still feel the effects today. Yesterday I got a message on Facebook from a guy that I used to be an acquaintance with three years ago. This acquaintance became a really creepy stalker. 
He somehow found my Facebook even though I never told him my last name. And even if I did, he would still have a hard time finding me. How are you? You're so pretty since the last time I saw you. Why are you ignoring me? Are you ready to give me a chance? These were the messages he sent me last night. When I was 17, I used to work at a van store in the mall. Creeps were pretty common. A lot of older men would come in and make me uncomfortable in various ways by asking for my number and if I had a boyfriend and sometimes touching my lower back or gripping my arm. And I mean men in their mid-40s most times. At the time, I didn't have a boyfriend since I had no interest in relationships, so I would just tell them that I wasn't ready for a relationship and proceed to excuse myself from them in the nicest way possible not to affect my job. But this one guy comes in. He was 23 and seemed cool. Cool enough to be a friend. His name was Eli. He too worked in the mall and he would come in the store often just to say hi. He had many insecurities about him and I thought he just needed a friend or someone that could emotionally support him. But in turn he had feelings for me and maybe after two weeks since we met he would continuously insist that we should go on a date. And after I softly rejected him things turned for the worse. There were times I'd be on break and I would just be walking around the mall and I could see him pacing behind me in the distance. Every corner I took, he was still there. Sometimes I would go into a store and leave after a few minutes would pass hoping he was gone, but he would be lurking on the bench a few stores down. One time he was getting closer and closer to me as I sped walked to the food court. I went into a restroom and just hid until my break was almost over. My team members would tell me about how much he would come into the store and ask for me. He would ask for my schedule and then they would refuse to tell him, making him even angrier. He would text me continuously asking if I would give him a chance and that I was a horrible person because I didn't give him one. He insisted that I was all he ever wanted and he threatened he would follow me home one night from work so he would know where I lived. I wasn't really afraid, just angry and I was considering threatening him, but I really didn't know who he was so I didn't want to try it. After about a month of the harassment, I told him that him and I would never be together and that I would call the police if he kept stalking me and I proceeded to block him. After that, I didn't see him much around the store or when I would go on break, so I was at ease and felt safe again. About one week later, I was walking out of the mall and I called an Uber to take me home after my closing shift since the buses weren't running. I was still pretty new to Uber since I used the bus mostly. It was late, around 11pm and I was tired. My app said the Uber had arrived. It was a newer Toyota Corolla like in the description, so I approached the car. I found it weird that the Uber didn't have the glowing stand that displays its brand on the dash, but I figured that maybe there was a sticker somewhere on the car instead. I opened the door and the lights didn't turn on. I paused for a moment and asked if this was my Uber. No reply. At that point, I was feeling a flight-or-flight response since I wasn't comprehending the situation. I noticed there was a guy in the back seat across from me and I automatically figured I had the wrong car. I nervously said sorry and the guy in the driver's seat nodded his head. As I was about to get my head out of the car, the guy in the back seat lunged at me trying to grab me and I just fell backwards on the ground out of shock. I could see his face and figure more clearly and it was undoubtedly Eli the Stalker. I scrambled up and ran back into the mall as fast as I could without looking back and once I was in there, they were gone. 
I never shook as violently as I did that night. I was so disturbed that I canceled my Uber ride and waited for my dad to get me. Shortly after that, I stopped working at the mall and I never saw him again. The fact that he is messaging me now inspired me to share this. I blocked him and I hope he doesn't somehow find me. Let's not meet. So I'm a 20 year old girl and it's like I'm just straight up creepy old man bait. I don't go shopping alone often because it makes me uncomfortable being stared at. So I usually go with my boyfriend just to make me feel better. On this occasion though, he was at work. Desperately need some snacks, I headed to my local Kroger, a relatively large grocery store nearest to my house. This particular Kroger is arranged awfully, so I usually end up doubling back because I don't realize I missed something. Because of that, it makes it really obvious if someone is following you. I started on the left end of the store, just picking out some fruit when I noticed a very old man in overall staring at me. Not thinking too much of it, I smiled politely and just walked past him. After a couple of minutes of shopping and looking around, I noticed this man is still pretty close. He hasn't picked up any additional groceries, so I'm getting a little uneasy and just walk away to the other end of the store to get some ice cream. Now I'm stopped, looking at the ice cream for a while because there are so many options. After looking for a while, this creepo comes over and starts staring at the ice cream directly next to me. At that moment, I decided I didn't need ice cream anymore and I was done shopping. Mind you, the old man, after staring at the ice cream with me for 5 minutes, didn't get any. From there, I booked it around the corner and ran all the way to the end of the aisle, took a sharp turn, and hurried to the checkout. I got in line and then offered a random person about to check out the spot behind me. I figured this would give me some time. Believe it or not, the old man comes to the checkout stand behind the person that is right behind me. I start quietly talking to the lady checking me out and ask them to take a very long time with the old man because he had been following me the whole time. They just laughed it off like I was some dumb teenager and said, Yeah, that's old men for you. When I was generally worried about my safety. At this point, I'm sure you're thinking, call the cops. Yeah, that's what my dad said too, but I just didn't think about it at the moment. After checking out, I ran to my car and started putting away my groceries as fast as possible. I had an entire cart to put away. I finally got the groceries in my car and since I was eyeing the door the whole time, I saw the old man come out the doors and beeline for me. I slammed the trunk of my car and he was waiting for me at the driver's door. I locked the car and ran across the parking lot while calling my boyfriend to see what to do. I'm crying, trying to get a hold of him, but he's at work and of course he doesn't see my call. At this point I'm hiding behind a key of soul, hoping that old man walks towards me so I can quickly run back to my car. He does, so I jump at the opportunity and I'm unlocking my car as I run. I jump into the driver's seat and zoom home. He watched me drive away while he was standing in front of his red sedan that was on the other side of the parking lot from where I was parked. I took tons of back roads to make sure I wasn't followed by that stupid creepy old man. My mother, grandmother, and I lived in the same house but in two different flats in a very short street with only six houses in total. We moved here in 2012 and everything was fine. One day, there was an old man moving into another house in the street. He seemed very nice, but my image of him changed quickly when these incidents began. 
My grandma lives on the first floor, so everyone walking past the house can technically look into her flat when she has her blinds open. She started telling us about how she sometimes see two feet under her blinds of the big window, always the same shoes. One day, she pulls the blinds open when the shoes are there, and guess who it is? Yeah, the old man. Turns out, he had been watching her for quite some time through her windows and even from his balcony, which had the perfect view of the big window in her living room. As if that wasn't bad enough, he started talking to me when I got home from school because I needed to pass his house. We didn't know each other. We had nothing to do with each other, not even remotely. He begins asking me how I was, if school was finally over, and so on. I didn't like it, but politely answered. One day, he started asking me about my grandmother and mother, how they were doing, etc. I was very creeped out by this, given the history of the incidents. I started ignoring him, and after a few days of ignoring him, he got the hint. But there's more. My grandmother has sort of a caregiver who comes to her flat twice a week to clean and deliver groceries because she can't walk or bend over that well anymore. This caregiver is also the one that comes to our stocking neighbor's house to help him. After my grandmother had brought it up to us that he was watching her the other day, the caregiver told us that the old man would want hugs from her, look at her ass, cleavage, etc. and also sometimes touch her in places like her waist and her thighs, supposedly unintentionally. As if this wasn't already more than terrifying, he also rides the bus sometimes. Sometimes I'm in that same bus, or sometimes he even rides a school bus for some reason. Anyways, one day I was waiting for the bus, and there was this girl with a headscarf waiting for the bus too. The man walks up to her and starts talking to her. I had my headphones in, so out of curiosity, I pulled one of them out and listened to what he was talking about. I was shocked when I heard him talking about immigrants being a problem for the US and that they should get out of the country and such, but in a way that he didn't say it directly, but rather hinted at those things. The girl was really confused, and then the bus came, which she seemed relieved by, understandably. This was just a section of the creepiest and worst incidents. There are many more that are not as creepy. Okay, so this happened to me a few months ago. A new family recently moved into the neighborhood, and at first, they seemed nice. It was a woman and a man, and their two kids, one boy and one girl. Since they were new, my family presented themselves to them and brought them a welcoming gift. Since they were unpacking, my family asked if they needed help, and they accepted, which meant I had to help. There was this one box that caught my eye, and as I went to get it, the man stopped me and said that he can get it. That's when I started to wonder, like crazy, what was in that box? That night for dinner, my family invited the new neighbors, but they declined, so it was just my family. I asked my mom if she knew what the box had in it, because it looked weird. She told me not to judge, and it was probably just private things, so I shouldn't get into other people's business. Later that night when I was sleeping, I heard her back door open, and footsteps coming in. I locked my door, I wanted to call the police, but I didn't know who it was, so I just forgot about it. The next day I woke up and checked the back door, and it was unlocked. I was creeped out and told my mom that I thought the family came in and did something to the house. She then called me crazy, and I have to be respectful, and what if it was the other way around? After she told me this, I have to hang out with the little boy because he left all his old friends in his old town and needed someone to play with. 
So later that day, I hung out with him at the park near my neighborhood. I asked him his name, and he told me it was Diego, which was crazy because my name was Diego. At first, I was like, oh my god, we have the same name. Then he said, like, Diego from Grachi. And there's a TV show I watched called Grachi, and it had a character named Diego. I was a little creeped out at first, but shrugged it off as a coincidence. Later that night at dinner, I felt like my family was being watched. After dinner, I spent the night at my friend Jake's house. The next day, I ran to the boy and his mom. He said, how was the sleepover? I replied, how did you know about the sleepover? He said, your mom told me. I went straight back to my house and asked my mom. She said she never said anything. But then my mom said something that scared the crap out of me. She said the neighbor's mom, let's call her Asia, asked her if she could have the number to her doctor. My mom never mentioned this to Asia. She then started getting suspicious. We secretly called Uncle Larry, who was a police officer, to investigate the house. He found something really chilling. It was a camera in our kitchen. It was hidden, and that's when I remembered someone came in through the back door that leads to the kitchen. A day goes by and they check the footage, and now a probable cause. My uncle goes to their house and knocks on the door. The mother opens the door, and he says he needs to investigate and ask some questions. She complied, but said she had to do something first, but he said no, and she had to wait outside with her husband and kids. The police went into the house to search it. There they found a box full of cameras that looked exactly like the ones he found. That family had been spying on us the whole time, and who knows who else they were spying on. We pressed charges and the family moved somewhere else. 